what is up squad what's up crew it is what is it august the 6th 2023 welcome to another uh, ghost and clover podcast powered by our buddies over at european american armory eaa corp and uh, we'll talk uh about them here We're, well we talk about them all the time but we'll we'll talk about them officially here uh here shortly here in a little bit uh welcome uh wherever you may be joining us hopefully you're joining live if you are joining live then uh, make sure to throw a comment out there in the uh live chat because a comment will get you an entry and you may be selected to pick the third topic for the evening so how cool is that if you're in replay well welcome for joining us uh as well but uh live is where it's at folks come on Get with the uh, get with the program here. Uh, that segment, of course, uh, brought to you by Taurus, and we'll talk about them a uh, a little bit more later on as well. Uh, big shout out and thanks as always uh, to the um, uh, to the squad and the crew that are uh, Patreon patrons, YouTube channel members, uh, and those that uh, help support the channel. Uh, and uh, we are uh, respectively. Uh, members of uh, the Firearms Radio Network uh, and Self-Defense Radio Network. I don't think I missed anything in all that. I do want to say before we, we bring Ghost in here, my apologies for the late start. It is summertime in Texas. When it gets The hotter it gets, the crazier the wasps get. And I was literally on the StreamYard page about to click, you know, to get into the uh, stream here. And I was dive-bombed. And uh, luckily, I was able to dodge it. But um, I had to deal with it, unfortunately, so that took a few minutes, and uh, so we're starting a little late, but better late than never, I suppose. With that, let's get Ghost in here. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, episode number 12. Everything good with you besides getting dive-bombed by the, the kamikaze wasps? Well, here's the thing. If I go quiet, um, just understand that you kind of know why. Um yeah, your chat Tuesday night from, what, 8 to 9 o'clock, roughly, uh, I was pretty much radio silent, and the reason is, in that time frame, I had to kill nine. Um, I had nine attack me in that time frame, so, yeah. But uh, well, We obviously okay. know something's wrong if you go silent, because <laughs> right. you very rarely right. are silent, so we know yeah. something's up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm quiet, yeah, if I'm not causing a ruckus somehow, some way, like, uh, better check on me. This is Absolutely. true. Yeah. But, uh, uh, in case you guys are wondering if you're new to the show, new to the podcast, uh, wondering how this is, we have three segments. The first segment is, well, this tonight will be my segment. The second segment is Clover. We bring our own topics. We do not tell what the other, what, what they are until we announce them. Just so Clover will know my topic as soon as y'all do. And then the third topic, as Clover mentioned earlier, it is the random viewer topic. So all you got to do to be eligible for that is say anything in the chat. Say anything in the live chat. Clover's uh, like the ATF. He's taken a list of names and uh, we'll true. draw one randomly. And, and like we've seen this before, we'll pretty much talk about anything that will not get us kicked off of YouTube. Uh, or any podcast platform. Um, so it could be anything. We we do talk a little bit of guns here and there, but this is not a gun necessarily podcast. You never so. know, man. You, you never know. Never know. We've had, have we had one that was all 
gun related? I don't know. That yeah, we've, had. A, we've had a, f- a few weeks ago. We had, we had one that was all food. Yeah. True. No, we didn't have one that was all guns because we, we, there was one after that or before that, that both of our segments were guns randomly. Yeah. But the random viewer was not about guns. So no, yeah. I don't think we have had a full three about guns. Yeah, they threw us off kilter. But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's it about. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. yeah um, so you've got first topic. So I do. I do. Um, we're going to talk our favorite 80s bands. Uh, and they don't have to necessarily be like in order. Uh, we're going to kind of go through like our top five 80s bands. And these are bands like they might have had their first album in the 70s, late 70s, or something, but. Like they became popular and people like know them as 80s bands, you know. Um, so what we're going to talk 80s music because I think that a lot of people out there are around our age. And that's kind of where we all started kind of growing up listening to the music. Now, we obviously, if you're like me, I grew up listening to a bunch of 60s and 70s stuff. But the 80s, uh, growing up in the 80s was always fun because they had a lot of different interesting um, music. So we're going to go 80s. Band. So I'm going to let you, obviously I have my five, but I've known about this today. Uh, obviously I don't expect you to put yours in order because you hadn't had time to think about it. Mm-hmm. We'll just kind of go real randomly back and forth. Uh, like our top five eighties bands that, that either bring back good memories or we still listen to, but what we mm-hmm. thought were our bit, our favorite bands of the eighties. Yeah. You know, it's tough to say. I mean, a lot of mine were, our 70s bands that spilled over into the 80s and then maybe yeah. the 90s right so yeah uh yeah. it gets tough um top of the list and i i think you know they were definitely were a 70s band but i mean they they had a lot of stuff in the 80s too yeah sure um queen would be you know on the yep. top of on the top of my list I, fig- I figured they would be obviously they were in the 70s as well but once again they were still equally as big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the great thing about Queen is um, they they changed with the times a little bit with their music, but they stayed true to who they were. Um, and they had a big revival. What was that? Was that like early 90s, like 90, 91 when Wayne's World came out? Oh, yeah, definitely. Rhapsody, um, huge, huge rebirth of Queen in 1991. Um, but yeah, some of the, some of Queen's biggest yeah. hits were in the eighties for sure. Well, one of the biggest had things, Live Aid that was huge. Also, yeah, that's them. what I was fixing to say, and that's why I went ahead and and uh, you know, unless it was, you'll throw it out there. If there's an objection, there's an objection. But you know, arguably one of the biggest events was their Live Aid, and that was nineteen eighty five. Yeah. So that was smack in the middle of the eighties. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you got Queen. Uh, I'm going to go number five for me. And the reason why I, I say this wasn't necessarily that they were enormous in the eighties, but I, I, I know for a fact that it was not my first concert that I ever went to. Um, but it's the first concert that I remember going to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little band called men at work. And oh, yes. Uh, they were they were great, and, and and I still listen to a little bit of Minute Work every now and then, and they're still they still live up. Um, their music still kind of stands now, uh-huh. but uh, I'm gonna go to number five only because I just remember 
um, them being the first concert that I remember going to. Uh, I've been told that I went to several before that, but that's the first one I remember going to. So I'm going to throw in their minute work. Um, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with that. Um, yeah. Now, had you said men in hats, right? I've been like, man. Now, I I would I would have given you free reign to question that. Yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah, yeah. That so. would have that would have been questionable <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, gunpowder, gunpowder beauty says, uh, "New Kids on the Block." Was that was that eighties? I guess it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess maybe late, like eighty nine. Something that was there, late. Ah, New Kids on the Block was. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to look it up just for mm. a second um, because I, I guess I it think, probably was like eighty eight, eighty nine when they first. Yeah, it was. Up, it was late mid mid late eighties. Uh, eighty four. Eighty four. Eighty four. The, they got together in 84 uh, 89 is when they uh this when they really started making waves uh, i didn't know they were together in 84 and then 94 they broke that, up yeah i i didn't realize 84 is when they started that that's interesting yeah i can remember i can remember new kids on the block being on the scene in 87 88 somewhere in there um and then they got they got big there for a couple of years and then they, of course they faltered off they all grew up let's be honest with their own ways yeah. uh marky mark obviously the uh most famous of them all <laughs> his brother his brother was yeah well that's true yeah 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 marky mark and the funky bunch his brother uh, his brother what, what's his name he's an actor now um mark Wahlberg. no his brother is it danny maybe danny Wahlberg. Maybe I don't know, but he's an actor now. So yeah, but he was probably the most famous of them, for sure. Um, all right, let's. I'm sorry, I, I kind of threw you off track. Uh, second, your second band that you would choose for the '80s. Um, hmm. so many. Um, again, a '70s, but really, really brought it on in the '80s. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go country with Alabama. Oh snap! It's hard to beat. I hard did to beat not something. put them on my list, and I probably should have. Yeah, shame on you, because uh, yeah, I didn't even think of them. They uh, they, they may yeah. still hold the record for band of the year, consecutive band of the year. They may still. Yeah. So somebody else out there well, can look that up. I'm not. If going there's to, a, if there is another band that's that was as long as they were and as good as they were for that long, then I don't remember them. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, my number four, um, and I consider them a band. Um, they were different, but the Beastie Boys. I listen. Because they do actually play instruments, they you know, and, and so I call, I consider the BC Boys a band. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get your I, I, opinion. Would that be considered a band, Beastie Boys? Yeah, I think so. You okay with that? Yeah, because they I did play instruments. Good. They you know they you know and all that. So I'm gonna go Beastie Boys. I, I man. Now Roy out there says that Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg, that's right. Yeah, that's Mark, right. That's Mark, right. Donnie Marcus Wahlberg, brother. Mark yeah. Wahlberg, brother. Yeah. So Donnie, thanks, thanks for that, Roy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, so what are we? What are we on? Third, the third one. Yeah, your third one. Yeah. Either way it goes. Um. Yeah, Beastie Boys. Like I, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sidestep yours. Beastie Boys is definitely for me. 
It's definitely top ten. I don't know that Beastie Boys gets top five for me, but it definitely yeah, gets top yeah. ten. Um, man, I'm gonna go. Mm, I'm gonna get hate for this probably, but I don't really okay. care because uh, the chicks dig it, uh, or at least they did back in the day. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna go Bon Jovi, man. Oh yeah. And it was some pretty good tunes, man. Come on, tell me you won't rock out some You Give Love a Bad oh, no, Name. No. Bon Jovi. Living on a Prayer, Wanted Dead or Alive, or Let It Rock, or uh, Run Away, or not a big fan of a lot of the new ones. But I will tell you this, my favorite album of Bon Jovi, um, hands down, bar none, without a doubt, if you have not listened to this Bon Jovi album, even if you're not a Bon Jovi fan, and you... Assuming you're not a Bon Jovi fan and you've never listened to anything on this album, go yeah. listen to it because I would like to know if it changes your opinion a little bit. And you're like, okay, I still hate them, but I like that album. It's the Blaze yeah. of Glory soundtrack. The the uh, oh Young the Guns soundtrack um, Young Guns, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Bla yeah. I think it's Blaze of Glory is the name of the album, maybe, but it's that the Young Guns great... soundtrack. I mean, here's the thing. Slip cover to cover. It's an amazing a album. Great album, too. Yeah. It's really what was a great album, too. Um, yeah. Uh, my number three, it was so hard. It was so hard. But the first time I heard them in the 80s, it's kind of like the Beastie Boys. It was so different than anything that I had heard, and I was immediately like, Wow, this is amazing. But I'm going to go with the Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. And that was 80s, and first, a lot of people don't know that was the 80s. I mean, it spilled oh, yeah, over. They, they, yeah, they, they but, think that, yeah, uh, yeah they, think they that formed Blue in Blue like Magic maybe, or whatever it was, yeah, you know, was they, the first album. No, no, no. They formed in the very, very early 80s, I think. Didn't uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe even 80, the, right? Like, I mean, very early. I mean, they might have been like 79, 80, somewhere yeah. in there, but yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, they were around man, a good 10 I, years before they started getting any love. Yeah, I mean, they were big in like the punk and, and all of that. Um, but man, when I first heard, um, you know, the Peppers, that kind of like, it was so different than anything that I'd ever heard before, you know, and yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was amazing. So Gunpowder Beauty out there. Uh, I just yeah. want to just I'm going to give my take on this, but uh, sure. she's saying out there, Oak Ridge Boys, Charlie Daniels Band, Statler Brothers, The Judge. So first of mm -hmm. all, Judge is a duet. Watch any awards show uh, from the yep. past, and it's obvious. Uh, Charlie's Daniels Band. He gets artist. That's his band, but that would be the same as saying he, George. That would say, be saying like George Strait and Ace and the whole band. Yeah, it's the same so, band for years, but yeah. it wasn't a band. It was him yeah. with his backup band. And know? the problem you've got that I think takes the uh, Okies and the Statlers out of it is those dudes, that those bands have been around since like the maybe even the 40s, definitely like the 50s and 60s. Yeah, different members. And yeah. just changed members over the years and years and years. So, um it's an ever-changing band, so a whole lot different than some that have, for the most part, stuck together over time. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. That's that's a weird scenario when you have a band. Menudo, I think, as an example from the 80s, maybe. That was that way. You remember Menudo? Yeah, Menudo. And Menudo. What, 
Ricky Martin come out of Menudo, right? And yeah, but, but uh, once again, like every two years they had to because once yeah. they got past like sixteen years old, they weren't allowed to be in there or something like yeah. that. It was some crazy right. thing. Right. Now I will agree with Gunpowder Beauty that I think the eighties version of the Statlers and the and the Oak Ridge Boys were my yeah. favorite by far. I will agree with, with that aspect. I, 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 I was never a huge Oak Ridge Boys fan. I mean I you know, I liked some of their songs. Stadler Brothers, on the other hand, that was one of my dad's favorite. And if you've never listened to it, go get the Stadler Brothers Christmas album from the 80s. Uh -huh. It's one of the greatest Christmas albums you're ever going to listen to. Fantastic. Right. You know, right. right. Yeah, for sure. So where are we um, at? I don't even know where uh, we're at. Your fourth one. Yeah, your fourth one. Man. Jeez, like I'm just spitballing here. Like that's a bad thing about being. Yeah, it's a bad thing about being behind the curve and it, and it being your topic. Is like I had any yeah. time to think, so I'm just going to throw exactly. out ones I think are good, and if they, you know, if they stick, they yeah, stick. That's what it's uh, all about. One that haven't been mentioned yet that definitely yep. it was it was one of, if not the first CD I ever purchased, oh. uh, was this band. I'm not gonna say I didn't have tapes from them and whatnot before, but right. uh, Def Leppard. Oh, Def Leppard. Yep. Yeah. Um, favorite album. Oh man, that's that's tough. Like, God, High and Dry is good. Power Mania is good. Mm, I just the one armed. Hysteria album, man, is is. Hysteria, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it was. There was something about he lost his arm, and if you don't know, he lost his arm. I think in a wreck in a Porsche in like Italy or something. Yeah. Um, and um, then they made a special, had a special drum kit and all designed for him, right? And yep. it just changed the sound. And I really dig. I, I dig post. I dig one arm Def Leppard more than the early stuff yeah uh, now don't get me wrong i like the early stuff so for those yeah. that love the early stuff and not the later like i feel you i know why you, you feel that way uh but there was just something about when the when the sound changed with the drums it just it changed and it was it to me it changed yeah. for the better it's weird to say it, the drummer loses his arm and he's a better drummer but like i think he did i think it was yeah, um, one arm drummer was better. I I love I, I like some of the songs in Hysteria. I like Pyromania, the album, maybe front uh, you know beginning to end better. But I think they actually hit their stride and were a the at their best with Hysteria. Mm -hmm. I think they're at at their best as a band with Hysteria. I just like the songs probably on Pyromania only because. I love the song Hysteria. I think that's a great song. Um, but like Pour Some Sugar, I mean, all those, like they were so overplayed. Like you just got sick of them for after a while. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, at least I Rocket and Animal. I know. Um, there's just, man. And then when they got into the newer stuff, and I can't think of the album, but man, when they got into Two Steps Behind and, oh, those are just, yeah. Uh, Miss You in a Heartbeat. Like beautiful songs, man. Like just, yeah awesome yep for sure uh my number two um guns and roses i mean yeah when, Appet when appetite came out appetite changed music 
yeah. it was definitely um, something. I, I, I don't know this to be true, but I know for a long time, if something has passed, it has been recently. Uh, Appetite is still the the best selling debut album ever. Um, and it wasn't just because they were they were great, but we were coming out and, and, and not saying anything was wrong about because I liked a lot of the hair band stuff. But we had that three, four, five year run with Motley and Poison and Warren and all of those with the quote unquote hair band Ooh, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when Appetite came out. It got back to rock. Um, and and honestly, I I truly believe that had Guns and Roses not come out in eighty seven. I don't think there would have been the huge grunge um, movement. I think that GNR set up the grunge because I think that GNR, Appetite for Destruction, made it cool to rock again. And I think that that's where the Seattle sound was like, well, someone just did it, so let's go do our own thing. But I think without Appetite for Destruction, I think it's one of the most important albums maybe ever um, for a lot of reasons. But GNR... um, one of my all-time is it's a top probably five all-time favorite bands of all time for me but definitely the 80s when i heard uh obviously sweet child of mine that has one of the most famous guitar riffs when you hear that beginning guitar riff you know what the hell you know is going on mm-hmm. but that whole album was phenomenal oh anything uh, anything slash right easily recognizable yeah. to go oh that's Absolutely. slash you know yeah yeah hey so Gunpowder so Beauty says Twitch's sister was 80s, right? Correct. Yes, yeah. they were. Oh, yes, yeah. they were. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, a very vocal fight uh, in the, because uh, you had a lot of uh, of uh, against music lyrics. Oh, music lyrics are poisoning the children and blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah. Dee Snyder went to Washington. If you've never seen that testimony in front of congress it is they there is the video of that and i highly encourage you to go listen to him talking about like freedom of speech and music and stuff it's amazing marine by the way he's a marine Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh from what i hear very cool dude um so your last one man there's so many right like gnr you're fine oh, man i can think of so many i don't know where i want to go with this quite honestly because now it's i've had time to it's, it's, for me it's pretty bad like when journey and metallica are like ultra you know with honorable mentions you know that's pretty well, again, bad i'm just i'm just spitballing there's been a lot of great ones out there in the chat yeah metallica's right yeah. there um Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get sideways because for a minute, but yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a band that is one of my favorite songs of all time. Very high energy. Okay. okay. If I'm working out, if I really want to get pumped, uh, it is definitely a tune. You know, top down sunroof open, whatever. Islands uh, in the stream. Yeah, oh, sorry, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man. I, I'm gonna do like Kevin Bacon, man. I'm gonna rock some Quiet Right. Oh, nice. Mental health is mental health. Like one of my most favorite iconic tunes. But mental health yeah. is just man. Talk about yeah. high energy and just in your no, face. That's, that's, that's like a great. One. I remember buying that album. Yes, it was albums back then. Yeah. Uh, before CDs, I remember buying that album. And I, I wore that thing out, just wore it out. Uh, my number one band of the '80s, and it's a band that most people out there have probably never heard of, and that's okay. 
Um, they are to this day, they were only around for a few years. I know what to this day, about. they're still one of the most respected bands ever. Um, they created a genre in the early 80s. Yeah. Um, I know, I know, created, you're gonna say. I know, yeah, you're gonna I'm sure you do. Know. So, they created yeah. the new wave yeah. genre, and it's a band called The Smiths. Yep. And if you've never listened to The Smiths, uh, they're they're yep. probably my third favorite band of all time behind Pink Floyd and The Beatles. Um, but Morrissey's voice was incredible. Um, him and Johnny Marr created this music that became what new wave became. They were the first ones out of England to do it. And if you've never listened to The Smiths, you know, you may not like it. It might not be your gig, man. And you may not like it. But if you kind of like old, you know, new wave music, um, you know, if you like, let's say, The Cure and all of those, The Cure was wouldn't have been around if it wasn't for The Smiths and all that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm a huge, huge Smiths fan. So that's 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 my number one for sure. Sweet. Uh, the 80s. Well, uh, uh, we got to kick this thing into another gear. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. Uh, EAA. So let's talk about EAA. Yeah. I mean, everyone, I think everyone that knows you and I know that uh, we are big fans of EAA and um, European American Armory. What they've been doing the last several years for a while, but the last several years, man, they have really kicked it into the high gear. Um, the regard is great, which is the 92, uh, red 92, the 2311, the Witness 2311 is getting ready to come out. The MC14T is unreal. They're 1911s with the now offering 10 millimeter um, and the carry versions. Basically, anything and everything that they touch is turned to gold. The MC14T Clover, and, 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 and we talk about this almost every time we do this, but if it's not named the handgun of the year, then they've been robbed. I mean, they not just yeah. because of yeah, the design, well, but what they're doing with it and what they're what the, the target audience is for and the quality of the build and the fact that that you know Gerson listens to EAA and, and they have direct input in these designs and all of that is, is pretty remarkable. And, and I know that not just the handguns for you, you know, you love their shotguns as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the, uh, you know, for those that don't know, the Gerson is the 12 gauge is basically, uh, Churchill is the one that makes the, uh, the 20s. They're made under the Churchill brand, different action. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, the action on the 12s are awesome. Uh, what I was going to say about the, uh, MC 14, if we move uh, along here, um, is that uh, video drop? I don't even remember when it was. Maybe a week ago or so now. But uh, if you are looking at picking up an MC14T, or maybe you already have, uh, and you need uh, grip options, uh, lock grips, uh, you can uh, check out uh, my video on that. Basically, it's the TSOS Faith grips, and you can with a little bit if you're handy, uh, with a little bit of fitting here and there. Uh, you can make those work on the uh, MC14T. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking, I don't want to put this out there as gospel or, the, or a fact, but before too long, Locke will be actually making them just pretty much two screws drop in and, and you're done. Uh, but right now, anyway, you can do the, the Faith grips with a little bit of fitting and that isn't even a more amazing. I mean, the, the recoil on it is not near what a 
uh, Beretta Cheetah is to start with, and then you get those yeah. really grippy grips on there from lock grips, and man, it's just a whole other other experience. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, before we jump, before we jump into your topic, we want to remind everybody. The last topic after Clover's topic is going to be the random viewer topic. If you're out there in the live chat, we got 28 people out there right now. Uh, if you're out there and you want to be eligible to pick our last topic, once again, you guys choose it. We talk about it. Um, all you got to do is just say something, anything, whatever in the chat. doesn't matter what it is. Just say something and that makes you eligible. And after this segment's over, Clover will do the drawing and you guys will be able to choose our last topic. So. Yeah. Um, you can literally say something. Literally say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, what you got for us tonight? Are, are, what, are we, what are we going to talk about for the next few minutes? Man, you know, potato chips. Pot okay, okay. Now, now, now. Well, let me back up. Let me elaborate. So, okay. So, I'm from Texas. I'm from the South. So right. a potato chip can be a Cheeto in the same way a Coke that's, can be a that's Dr. Where I, okay, that's that's where I am too. Uh, but just to uh, clarify for people out there, we will be talking about things other than Lay's and all of that stuff. Chips. Right? Yeah, chips. chips. What's considered a chip. It's in a bag. It's typically crunchy. Uh, yeah. Chips. Now, corn nuts don't count. <laughs> so, you know, uh, combos don't count. Those are not chips. No. But. How about um, um, Cheez-Its? Are those more considered no, crackers? Or a cracker. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I just, I just want to make sure that I'm cracker. on the right page here. Yeah. Cheez-Its would be I agree cracker. with you. I just wanted to make sure because yeah. if you were going to allow Cheez-Its, then Cheez-Its would come up, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to get into some of the favorites, and but more importantly, yeah. and I think what I want to start with anyway um, mm -hmm. If some chips that are no longer around that you like, you wish they were, and they could maybe no longer be around in your area because that is a thing. I've mm. seen that before. So, um, one of the ones that I can't find anymore, and when I could, it sounds disgusting, but they're not. Uh, is Lay's? You know, they did their crazy flavors there for a while. They put out I don't know how many. Like just crazy flavors. Uh, it was a campaign thing they did there for months, and one of oh, those, yeah, they, they, yeah they, people could, like send in like yeah. what they want. Right? Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. They were some crazy flavor combinations and stuff. Uh, but the one that I thought were amazing were uh, biscuits and gravy. Um, they absolutely one hundred percent. If you have ever eaten, or if you're like eating regularly sausage gravy with biscuits these chips um obviously the consistency is a chip right like consistency is not the same but as far as flavor they nailed it i don't know what concoction of chemicals they had to use to do that so it may not be uh, the best idea to eat yeah. you know a whole bunch of bags of those but um yeah that i miss those for sure and um i no oh, go ahead no go ahead go ahead with yours i was i was gonna say i remember growing up they were favorites and i don't look for them anymore 
So when I say that they don't make them anymore, they very well could. I just don't look for them anymore, and I don't see them much anymore. Um, but I used to love Funyuns when I was a kid, and I don't know if they still make those or not. Do they? Have you they seen still Funyuns make Funyuns, anymore? man. Funyuns okay. makes my favorites list, actually. Yeah. I love some, um, I love some Funyuns. Not to the I level of Marshall, but time. I love some Funyuns. Yeah, I haven't had them for a long time. Like I said, it's not that I, I don't know if they're making them or not. I would say still are. I'm just not looking for them anymore. Uh, I may have to find me some Funyuns or something. I'm so just, somebody out there really somebody out there may have seen these and then may be able to correct me. And my wife got a bag one time. Yeah. And I tried them. Um, and I can't remember if it was Lay's or Ruffles, but I think that it was Ruffles. And it was Funyun-flavored Ruffles. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. But that, it blew my mind, too. And I was like, what? My wife's like, yeah, I'm going to get those and try them. And they tasted like Funyuns, but the consistency wasn't there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's something about yeah. the consistency on Funyuns. Uh, and it was not there. I mean, it had the consistency of a, of a Ruffles or whatever. But they had the flavor right, spot man. on. The chip companies, man, especially Frito-Lay, uh, man, they've got the flavor science down for whatever reason yeah yeah um i don't know my favorite my favorite chips ever well oh, before we get to favorite i'm okay. gonna talk about okay. another one and see if you've ever ever seen these around uh or folks out there in the chat because we are paying attention and reading those uh gizzard mm. out there says andy caps hot fries um so before they were Andy Caps, I can remember those in, in junior high and even elementary school and oh, the, the vending machines. Were good. Yeah. And the hot fries and the bacon cheddar fries, but they were Tom's. Uh, was Tom's the were the ones. That the, yeah, the Tom's, at yeah. least where I was, where was what it yeah. was. And that's yeah, the Texas Tom's. thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no doubt. Those are those are awesome. But those candles of chip. Um, no, the, um, there was a chip that came out. It was a. It was really weird. It was a. It was a fried flour tortilla chip with cinnamon and sugar. So it was Ooh, not your traditional. Good. It was not your traditional chip in the sense that it was salty or savory type, right? Sure. This yeah, was yeah, more yeah. of a dessert type thing. It was more of a sweet thing. And I don't know if anybody out there, if they're still around where you guys are at, or if anybody remembers them. But do you remember those? I don't even remember what they were or who made them, but I remember them, and they were awesome. I one of my favorite chips that we're talking about ones that we don't I, I haven't seen. I might have been the only person ever that liked them, at least maybe around here, because like the only time I ever see like anyone buy them, like the 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 rack get smaller of bags is when I bought one. So, uh, and that's probably the reason why they're not around anymore. They're for a short time, maybe a year or two. Doritos had one called Buffalo Ranch, and it was like buffalo buffalo sauce with ranch seasoning. Yeah, and if you like, you know, hot wings and, and ranch or whatever, um, man, I loved those things. But yeah. I, they were only around at least that I around here for a year or so, and I never saw them again. So obviously, they weren't very good. Yeah, or at least most people didn't like them. But I enjoyed them, you know. Yeah. Uh, defense that out there, he says, Funyuns are the Captain Crunch of chips. Delicious, but they'll shred the roof of your mouth. This they is will destroy better. your mouth. No, this is true. You better have yeah. plenty to drink. Um, yeah. So, yeah, favorites. 
What are what are a couple of favorites? Uh, favorites. Um, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan of Lay's salt and vinegar. Um, the blue bag salt and vinegar Lay's. Only because that's what I put on a lot of on, on my sandwiches, and so when I eat sandwiches, I always have to have the salt and vinegar chips on my sandwiches. Um, I would, yeah, I would say that not not my favorite all time, but like a top three. One of my favorites was definitely just a basic Lay's salt and vinegar chip for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought of one because I was thinking about favorite and and favorite mm-hmm. uh, the Lay's uh, just you know straight up barbecue. Um, now they do have a uh, sweet and spicy barbecue, I think that's out now, and it's okay too. Uh, but the classic, just the classic, I think it's a black bag barbecue. But that made me re- remember one that I haven't seen around in forever, and probably because they lost the contract or the branding on it was Casey Masterpiece Barbecue. Uh, I don't remember that. They had those at one time, and I can't remember if it was in Ruffles or Lay's, or it may have even been in both. Um, mm. But those were pretty amazing because Casey Masterpiece for off-the-shelf barbecue sauces is, is pretty solid barbecue. Sauce. I don't, I don't think I ever saw that. Um, yeah, I'm not a big barbecue chip guy. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate them, uh, but yeah. I don't. If you don't go looking for them, it, might be one of the reasons why. You know. Yep. 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 And then, uh, and then I'm a, and then I'm a traditionalist with favorite, like just a just a regular old Lay's man. Sometimes salt and potato is all you need. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, a couple more of my favorites. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out two of them. One of them you're gonna, you're gonna have to take my word for it. Um, one of my favorite chips I ever had are certain chips. They're they're shaped like rings, uh, and they're in Japan. And I when I go to Japan to see my wife's family and all of that. I can eat those. And my wife was back was back home back in February. She brought a bunch of them home. And we'll I'll just destroy them um, when she brings them home. Uh, they're just basic potato chips flavored, um, but they're they're like shaped like rings, and they're just so good. Um, now, are they like there. are they like cylindrical or just more like a funkin yeah. type ring? No, they're they're like circles, like yeah, um, so more like they're, like, they're like kind of like a funkin, but like thinner. They're they're, they're smaller. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Because okay. you know, there, there for a second, I don't know, anybody remember the nacho rings? That, that was also a thing that was in like junior high and elementary school or something that was in the I vaguely remember them. But yeah. they were like, I'm trying to, trying to even describe what they're like, but they were like a, they were like a cylinder. So think of like a, a Coke can or a cup without a top and yeah. bottom, right? Um, yeah. So they weren't like a Funyun or a, or an onion ring in that in the kind of sense. They were way thicker or whatever, taller or wider. These remind you. These will remind you of like a wedding ring shape, okay. like a wedding band. Okay, <laughs> but a little bit bigger, maybe at the size of like a half dollar, huh. or, or you know, something like yeah. that. But they're they're you know they're like a wedding ring, wedding band type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really really good. They're just basic potato flavor too, and I'm sure they have different. Flavors, but I, I, I enjoy those. Um, I, I want to throw one out there that I don't know if it's my all-time favorite. I, I got to throw Dorito Ranch. I love Dorito Ranch. Oh, yeah. Sure. Doritos in general. Um, I mean, it's hard to Doritos go Doritos in general. But my probably my favorite that I just – I don't eat them very often anymore but because they're just 
when I say this, you'll understand why I don't eat them very often anymore. They're just, they're messy. Um, but I got to go with like cheese balls, like the cheese puff balls. Oh, yeah. That you can get, oh, yeah. you can get in like the huge plastic, you know, container so, of like 10,000 of them. And they're so good, but they just, you get that crap on your hands and it just, you, it, it takes yeah. five showers to get that off, which is great. Uh, but that's probably why I don't eat them Dude, much anymore. But those Cheeto, are probably my favorites. Cheetos, man, that's the thing with anything like Cheetos. I mean, the, yeah. the Cheeto dust is real, right? So well, I'm going to create a civil war out there in the live chat real quick. <laughs> um, All right. So Cheeto puffs, and they can be whatever yeah. variety of puff, or Cheetos right. crunchy, and they can be whatever variety of crunchy. The, the oh, I'm definitely going puffs, 100%. Now, my are wife, my puff? wife... I'm a Are puff. you a cheesy poof or a crunchy type? Uh, I'm, I'm a powder puff for sure. Um, my I wife would definitely choose crunchy, and she's going to go flaming hot. That's the that's her vice. Uh, she's definitely a crunchy Cheetos person. I'm definitely a puff for sure. Yeah, I gravitate you? more. I gravitate more puff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have. I, I there is no shame in my game. I am a powder puff when it comes to Cheetos. Now, will I eat crunchy? Hell yeah, I eat them. Um, oh yeah, had, yeah. You can't. If I had that. both of them sit in front of me and said, "Pick one," I'm gonna go puff. That's just yeah. Me. At the end of the day, I don't care what shape the Cheeto. I've been exactly. Cheeto paws, and you know they've got. They've oh had yeah, shapes been, over the years. They've, yeah. they've had what are the other ones they had? They were kind of like uh, 3D almost. They had like um, mm -hmm. they weren't puff. They were like crunchy puffs, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. those as well. Yeah. So, Ooh, um, says popcorn flavored cheaters. I've never seen that. Oh yeah, but that could be dangerous because I'm a huge popcorn guy. So they popcorn are, cheaters, they awesome. are, they're down here. They are in the two dollar bags. Um, so really? you see, yeah, you see Munchos. I don't know if you've ever ate Munchos or anybody out there, but Munchos was my Munchos. grandmother was her absolute favorite. You talk about shred the roof of your mouth. They'll do it too. Yeah. Um, but munchos are like two dollars a bag, and those hmm. those uh, uh, the Cheetos popcorn things they're two dollars a bag, and then the pork rinds, the um, uh, baconettes or something brand I think they are the the hot and spicy and the regular pork rinds. There's several different yeah. bags of chips uh, in the aisles here that are that are two dollars a bag instead of whatever they are now four dollars or four fifty sure. or whatever crazy price it is, but yeah um yeah we got i never it. really considered pork rinds but i guess pork rinds they're considered chips would you not i would they, classify they, it again it's a it's crunchy yeah. um uh, it's typically yeah it's it's yeah it's got that it it's, comes it, in a it's, bag it's, it's, not it's, a box and it comes it's it's in usually in the chip section you know what i'm saying yeah comes in a bag, not a box. It's got more air in there than it does chips. <laughs> like a, now, now, let me let me throw this out there because I want to give an honorable mention. I know we got to move on, but I want to give an honorable mention. The best chip, in my opinion, but they're always like an accessory to food. Like I'm not a big fan of them on their own, but I love them on so many different things. Are Fritos. Like my dad can eat Fritos, but he, yeah. he used to okay. love Fritos. I so, can't eat Fritos by themselves, but you okay. put Fritos on under like chili or a lot of yeah, other I stuff. You. I, can, I can eat me some I Fritos. I hear you, and so let me ask. I know we got to move on, but it's our show. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. have you ever eaten 
Chili cheese Fritos. Absolutely. They're phenomenal. Chili cheese Fritos. You're talking about eating just Fritos? I will yeah. devour a bag of chili cheese Fritos yeah. because it yeah. tastes I, like I Frito pies. But just the regular Fritos, I can't yeah. eat by you themselves. You have to put those in something. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Now, I'll tell but you something. I don't the chili people. If you've never had actual Frito pie, it might be a southern thing. I don't know. But, yeah. man, you're welcome. Well, and and have you ever had Frito pie on a tortilla? Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Oh, the Sonic, the Sonic, or you can do it at home yourself. Even I do it at it's home. Just a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different delivery device. You're not having to mess up a bowl. You know, paper yep. plate, throw your tortilla down, a little and throw chili, that crap on some it. cheese, a little yeah. onion, yeah. a little sour, a little sour yeah. cream, and then throw the paper plate in the garbage, and you're done. You know yep. what I mean? Uh, so welcome. you know, unlike eating a bowl <laughs> of something, but um, yeah, man, a, a, a Frito chili cheese wrap thing. Oh, good oh, stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, good stuff. So. Yeah, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> if you have a yeah, we've only got one segment though, so we can yeah. uh, we, we'll 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 make it. The um, if you have commented out there, uh, you're covered. If you have not commented, uh, now is the time because uh, we are about to draw somebody that's going to give us our third and final topic of the evening. I'm working on getting the uh, screen so share be up thinking, now. Be thinking of uh, some giveaway. topics that could be interesting. You do not have long. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm going to draw right now. Why? Go because for it. Because we can. Uh, I show. Because we can. So here we go with the uh, spinning the wheel of destiny, so to speak. <laughs> Wheel of Destiny. That's interesting. Oh, oh this could, this could go. go down so many weird roads. <laughs> All right, brother. Mandatory carry out there. Uh, wow. I I'm a little I'm a little nervous where this could go. I'm a little nervous. Uh, while we're doing that, let's talk about our our sponsor for this segment is Taurus, and it's not just handguns, it's Taurus International. Most people know them for their handguns, but they, they own a couple companies that will bring in other things. But uh, let's talk about Taurus real quick, Loaf. Um, I'm more of a fan of their semi-auto stuff the last few years, but I know that you're a fan of of revolvers and some of the shotgun uh, brands that they're under the umbrella of Taurus. But uh, let's talk a little bit about what, what, you're, what you like from Taurus. Uh oh, did I lose Clover? Don't know if we lost Clover or not. I will. Uh, all right, I'll keep going here for a second and and, and talk I'm about back. what I love about Taurus. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you know, I, I I've been saying this before. Um, obviously the the PT ninety two um is is a ninety two clone, and everyone knows that I'm a, I'm a big ninety two fan. Hey, baby. Um, but. The last couple of years, they started with the G2C when it came out a few years ago, but we're really the G3. When the G3 models came out, they stepped up their game on the semi-auto striker filed, uh, fired, and it's really, really good. The G4, they, I, haven't, I don't own one. I've shot a G4 quite a bit. I don't own a G4. I do own a G3, and I think the G3 might be, you can get up for under like $200 right now. Uh, the G3 very well could be one of the better guns that you can get for $200. The G3 for me was when I started recognizing Taurus as a legitimate, I'm not saying they weren't before, but when I personally started recognizing Taurus as a legitimate factor in a striker-fired polymer game, 
they really stepped up their game in the G3. But I know that you're a fan of Revolvers and some other brands that they have under the umbrella of Taurus International. So I'm going to let you talk about some of your favorites. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about Rossi for a minute because, you yeah. know, Rossi's been coming along and you, you want to talk about, um, you know, uh, budget minded compared to, you know, the, the Marlins and the Henry's and the Winchester's and stuff like that. Uh, but Rossi's come along with the, uh, you know, pistol, pistol caliber, mm -hmm. right? Um, and just have a variety from, from stainless to, you know, Rossi's even got, you know, the tactical black synthetic with the rail and all that kind of stuff. Um, so Rossi's really come into the, the lever game really, really well. Yeah. Heck, they've even got the, uh, I think it's called the real Bravo. That is, uh, obviously John Wayne fans will, will, will recognize that, but it's almost Ray, like you know, a my Henry. favorite, my, my favorite, uh, John Wayne movie was, yeah. Real Bravo with um, with, almost uh, like Dave a Martin uh, and Rick Nelson, right? Yeah, yeah, almost like a uh, almost like a Henry with the uh, you know brass mm. style. I don't know if it's brass or not. To be honest, it may be just plated or painted. I don't know, but uh, receiver on that. Uh, and then you know, depending on whether you're an 1894 or an 1895 fan, you know, uh, they've got those variations as well. So Rossi doing a lot of a lot of cool things and. Rossi right now, as far as I know, um, other than Turkish anyway, um, is the only single shot shotgun player in the game. Mm. Uh, so, you know, you, you used to have your, you know, your New England's and your H&R's and, and uh, uh, Taurus, you know, made them. Uh, but now the, the Taurus line, since Taurus acquired Rossi, I guess, they're pushing the uh, the the I forgot what they called them back in the day. The uh, not the tracker was it? The Taurus. What were those? If somebody knows the Taurus shotguns, single shot shotguns. Mention that I out there. Didn't chat. know they had a single. I shot. can't remember. Yeah, and Rossi's even got a pump. So oh, yeah, there you, okay. yeah. So there you go. Uh, doing a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mandatory carry. He's got our, our topic. What is the worst machine gun ever? And you can't say that the Shosha. So, um, show show, yeah. Worst I machine. Gun I always, I always heard it was the show show, ever. but it might be the show show, whatever. Mm. Worst machine gun ever. I can think of a couple right off the top of my head. Um, I've never shot any either one of them, but I can just go on by reputation. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they had. I don't. I don't know if it's still there. I remember seeing one. At J.M. Davis uh, was the uh, the Nambu, uh, the Japanese from World War II. Um, it, it it was a gas. I don't even know. What, I don't even know what it's chambered in. I'll be honest with you. There's no telling what they chambered. Six five, really, six, five, six, six, five. six five, six five, racial slur. I'm not going to say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Um, but I know that that one had a lot of a lot of issues um, because it was one of the first kind of the gas LMGs, and I don't think they they had it right. I mean, I, I know that those things were were pretty much worthless after uh, not too long. Um, but the, the Nambu, I know historically um, was was looked very very bad, um, and then. Um, 
I hate to say this. Um, okay, nineteen nineteen. Yeah, I mean, John Moses yeah. didn't didn't create everything equal, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah they had their issues. That. They, they had, had their, their issues, a 30 out 6 and all that. Uh, they had issues. And, and, and you're not going to hear too many people. You're not going to hear John Moses Browning designs on a lot of people's worst list, right? But this one probably is, as much as I hate to say, the 1919. Yeah. 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 What are some of yours? Um, you know, I, I can think of a few failed copies of, like, some German stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, now I'm going to get probably the names wrong or something like that. So uh, don't crucify me out there in the chat for <laughs> you know, pronouncing them because, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, one was, and it was, I believe it was in, I believe it was in a 6.5, you know, um, yeah. not 6.5, you know, Japanese. Sure. Uh, but right. the, the Breda 30. Like I said, got a lot of German influence in that thing. Yeah. Um, and it was just it's it's first of all, go look up a picture of like the Breda B B E R D A, I think. Just Breda thirty will get you there, I think. And uh yeah, it's ugly as it can be. It looks like it was it looks like somebody went to the hardware store and just bought a bunch of random pipes and yeah, fittings. Guys, and by things. the way, he's not saying Beretta like the Italian company. No, I'm saying B R E D A. Beretta or Beretta or, or, yeah. or, or yeah, yeah. Not Beretta. B R. Yeah. No e in there. Exactly. Yeah, I just make, I, just wanna, I gotta. Yeah. I, you know, I have to. I have to tell people. You know, basically, be the East Texan interpreter here. Um, yeah. Because there's many people going. What's the Beretta Thirty? <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. Beretta. It's Beretta or Brita or however you want to say it. Yeah. Yeah, and then another one that 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 comes to mind. And again, I'm gonna butcher it. Um, yeah. And and also in the six five. Go figure. I don't know what is is yeah. going on with that. Well, um, maybe the six five should not be five. put into into a. Um, yeah. A, a light machine gun, just saying. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that caliber just didn't work real well. <laughs> um, and this one, believe it or not, is German. Uh, German design, German built. Uh, the Nor Brims, Nor Brims, I guess is that's how I'm gonna uh, that's how I'm gonna say it. Uh, N O R R, I think B R B R E M S, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, B R B R M E M S E B R E M. Yeah, it was German designed, so. German manufactured, yeah. and it was used by the Swedes. I do know that. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably why I'm trying to say something, and and I don't have that Swedish accent, so it ain't coming out right. But Norbrims, uh, yeah. that's what that one is. And um, yeah, Ken, like I said, six five. Like and the, are you talking about the the forty or the 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 thirty five one? It was the. 35 35 yeah 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 30, sir. well uh, it was it depends on it was the it depends okay. uh in in swede it was the i think the m1940 or the m you know the m40 yeah the, the, the swedish model was the was 40 swede. correct yeah 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 not not 40 caliber not 40 caliber. no 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 no, no. Model, it was just the model 40 yeah, yeah. model year yeah and the then the german, german I think it was a 35 or a 36 or something i'm not mistaken about that yeah, I believe it was yeah. thirty-five, thirty-six in German. Yeah, yeah. So, 
And that um, was a weird. That was a weird caliber. If I'm not, it wasn't. That one wasn't six five. I don't think was. Yeah, it, it was six five. I'm wrong about yeah. that. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was six five. As far as the caliber, I but, couldn't tell you yeah. the cartridge. Here's it's the thing. Just like because they, it's they took a Thompson and made it into like a a, a, a yeah. gas gun or something, you know, kind yeah. of weird. Man. And it's important to distinguish and delineate too for those that might be listening that are not lifelong firearm owners and and gurus and and that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. we often interchange, we use caliber to mean cartridge, right? Correct, um, yeah. When you, when, I, when you say, hey, what do you carry? And I tell you, oh, I carry a three eighty, And you go, oh, man, that's, that caliber sucks. Well, that's a cartridge. Yeah. It's not a caliber. It's a cartridge, sure. <laughs> you know, um, so that's a cartridge. You know, the caliber is nine millimeter, essentially. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, in thirty caliber, good lord! If you told somebody, hey, what are you shooting? Oh man, there's thirty caliber, thirty-seven oh, different lord. thirty calibers. Yeah, oh, there's way I mean, more than that. But, yeah. I'm just saying. Oh. But technically, a six-five is a thirty caliber. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Six-five is a thirty caliber. That's the yeah, right. uh, that's the metric version of the thirty caliber. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, it's so just. I'm just saying. Just keep in mind that yeah. while we're saying all of these are six-five. It doesn't mean that it's one cartridge they're using, and, the, and they all suck because that cartridge sucks. They all use a different cartridge, essentially. Yep. Um, yep. Well, a couple of them use the the six five Japanese, but um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's where I'm going with it anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, yeah, mandatory carry has got a good a good tidbit, and uh, yeah. this is true. Says uh, Beretta did come up, not Beretta. I know I'm a redneck, and it sounds that <laughs> way. Beretta uh, come up with the first burst fire trigger, uh, so yeah. they got that going for them. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I mean, success, and we've talked about this. I think we talked about this on your show Tuesday. You know, how many successes has been been built off the backs of failures? Right, like yeah. you yeah. could have. A phenomenal trigger in a piece of crap gun and, and eventually things are going to catch up that trigger is going to get used in something else or whatever yeah you know so you know you got to have this what i get i get really upset we go to shot show every year and you get the haters out there and you know tay tay said it best haters gonna hate 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 but you get the haters out there that's like oh why do we why do we need that so you did. brought Tay Swift in? I oh, my did. God. I did. I drug her liberal rear end right into a gun Ugh. conversation. I sure did. Uh, she can sue me if she don't like it. Anyway, so, you know, <laughs> they say, yeah, oh, that's a piece of junk. and blah, 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 You know, and it's something that's got some innovation in it. It's got some cool things going for it, right? And it's like, yeah. you know, they should have never bothered with that. And blah, blah, blah. Well, if they never bothered with that, then nobody else ever sees that and then improves upon that. For us to get something better down the road, like everything has to evolve, and you have to have something before that can evolve. Well, and I'll, I'll take exactly what you're saying. Every single one of these worst machine guns ever that we talked about are from that World War II era, right? So, why were those the worst? Well, that was talking about innovative and outside the box, having these light machine guns and and all of that back in the 40s and the 30s was crazy talk. So they were failures in the sense that they didn't work all the time. They weren't reliable. Um, but look at where the light machine guns of the last 30, 40 years are. Those wouldn't happen without the failures of these quote-unquote worst ones 
back in World War II, right? So as much as we talk about these being the worst, yeah, they probably were the worst, but they also were incredibly important for, for no other reason, inspiring um, the 240s and, the, and, and all of these, the M60s yeah. of the world. Um, they inspired people to say, you know what? Those were not very good, but we can we can do this. Like now that they've done that, like we know what not to do. We can make these. The M60, the 240 Bravos of the world. Um, they're definitely resting on the shoulders of the 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 weapon systems that we talked about being the quote unquote worst ever, because they were the first ones, or they were the, one of the first ones, or they were introducing things and trying to make it right with. There's the, the technology available back then was you know not as much as we have. So as much as we talk about some of these being bad, like you said, the ones that we regard as the best ever may not have been around if it weren't for those. So yeah. keep that in mind as well. So uh, as we move out of the viewer-driven segment, because this pertains to Taurus and Rossi and Heritage, but sure. Iron Horseman up there, he says, doesn't Thompson Center still make a single shot? Um, I have no idea. Well played. Well played. Yes, they do. They do make a single-shot shotgun, at least one that I know of, one model. Um, the issue is <laughs> it's $850 single-shot. 20 gauge. Um, mm. So, that being said, thank you to our sponsor, Taurus Rossi Heritage, because you can get a single shot shotgun way cheaper from them than 850 bucks. Yeah, it's not a Thompson Center. Yeah. It doesn't have that name behind it. I hear you. Um, but, uh, yeah, well played, Iron Horseman. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for that, because I, yeah, I'd totally forgotten about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, real quick before we move on, I want to address uh, mandatory carries. Is I would have said the Gatlin. I don't. I I never think is the Gatlin, Gatlin as a failure or as a, bad. It's not a, I don't think of the Gatlin as a machine gun. You have to turn it. I well, I I, I I could see the machine gun as far as a rapid fire, right? Uh, no, it obviously is not Usually, a machine gun. It's it's a whole yeah. different mechanism that that fires. But yeah. even if it was considered a machine gun, I don't consider that a failure. Because that changed the world, man. Oh, like yeah. The Gatling gun changed the world. Yes, it did. So, the Devil's you know. Harmonica. I mean, just think yeah. of all the nicknames that sucker's got, right? I would uh, never say that that's yeah. a failure. Most, most times when you see a Gatling gun or anything that is a Gatling gun design, it is referred to as a Gatling gun, not a machine gun. Correct. So, yeah. And the laws and everything, the... Um, what am I thinking? The uh, laws, the yeah, I guess laws uh, <laughs> on owning them are different as well. Much different, yes. Yeah, yeah. We saw a Gatlin gun and a cannon. You remember, probably four, five, six years ago at Wanamaker, we actually. Oh, there's uh, always uh, at least one Gatlin gun, and at least yeah, and probably awesome twenty. At least probably twenty cannons. There's cannons all yeah, over. Yeah, the one can was enormous. Like we, I remember we had to take yeah. help the guy out to the yeah. parking lot. But yeah, Gatlin guns. You'll see one or two of them every time at it, it Wanamaker, and they're still yeah. they're still cool to look at. They really are. The uh, the cool thing about the cannons is you would literally see them the size of a matchbox car. They yep, shoot absolutely. Or they shoot like marbles, or they're not even a big, big enough to shoot a marble. No, I would say I maybe like, like a BB, BB almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like literal cannons that you use black powder for, right? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> like the size of a hot wheel. They're working cannons, Yeah, all the way up to the big boys, you know, like you put yeah. on a pirate ship almost or something. Uh, yeah, all kinds of cannons. Yeah, want to be a, a pirate. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cannon. That dude on yeah. uh, Sons of Guns all the time, remember him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lord. So, we got to close this one up. Yeah, uh, what you got coming up this week or in the next couple of weeks? Anything special? Man, um, I run into, I had a good run of bad luck, so to speak. Uh, to yeah, still, you did. From Clint Black. Uh, I had a good run of bad, was that Clint Black? I think it was. Uh, I had was. a good run of good run of bad luck there uh, a few days ago. Laptop died for like the second time in four years. Um, and it's because my wife, before anybody says anything, my wife's got the exact same model, bought the exact same time four years ago. Hers runs like a champ. I'm hard on it. Uh, it gets used and used heavily all the time, uh, and they just they don't they don't hold up. Um, so, um, it's kind of like the car game a little bit, right? Like yeah. you can only take a high performance car, and you can only stress it for so long, and it's gonna lay down on you. Like it ain't yeah. made to do that. Uh, it's not meant to be a, a Camry driver. A Camry, however, will last forever. <laughs> so, yeah. and for what I do, I got to have the race cars, you know, unfortunately. So, I, it, it, you know, hey, it, uh, they burn rings out and whatever, you know, so to speak, car speak. So, anyway, so I'm working on getting some things uh, situated. First of the month sucks. You know that as far as content creators and revenue streams go. Uh, seems like everything comes in toward the end of the month. So, uh, yeah. bad run a good run of bad luck, hit it the worst possible time uh so i don't know when the next video is going to come out that being said um i did a, get a chromebook in the other day that um is capable of doing a lot of emails and obviously responding to, to uh messages and and things like that and so i'm going to continue to schedule out the uh late season of the podcast as a matter of fact i've got i think at least 12, maybe 16, I can't think for sure, spots that are scheduled for the late season podcast. And I, yep. I'm pretty sure I've already got nine commitments. <laughs> I've already got nine of those spots full. So nice. uh, a pretty good mix, pretty healthy mix, as always, of 2A people. Uh, some little surprises in there that aren't really 2A people and aren't really uh, uh, industry people. It's just they've got a cool story to tell. And... They are firearm owners, and and you know, are they're adjacent to our community? Um, sure. So, should be uh, another fun season kicking off. Uh, first part of um, September, yeah, here in a few weeks. Awesome. Your yeah, if you guys, yeah, uh, I mean, you guys know that this time of year is just my insane time of year. So, uh, thank you, everyone. Always been patient with me during the summertime because. I just I haven't been to the range in a couple months, and I just I'm just busy at work, especially this year. Clover kind of knows some of the background of this year's been just insane. I'm not complaining, but that's just one of the reasons why I, you're not seeing a lot of stuff from me that you normally would. I will say this: September and October, November, get your big boy britches on because you're getting. Speaking of machine guns, I'm getting ready to go fully automatic on you guys out there. So. Um, looking forward to that, uh, jarhead podcast. Um, yeah, go check out. We've had some great guests this year, uh, coming up next month in September. 
will be Marine Congressional Medal of Honor winner Dakota Meyer. And I'm still I'm trying to confirm the exact date, but Kyle Carpenter, another Marine Medal of Honor winner, um, and then Phil Vallejo, who's a, uh, a Marine Scout sniper. Um, and if you guys have heard of them, I think it might happen in November. Um, still working on times. And yes, some of these people actually do schedule their stuff out three months, four months ahead of time. I believe there's a good chance that DJ Shipley's coming on. Um, been emailing back and forth with DJ and great guy. Ghost dropped out mid sentence. So hopefully he uh, gets back here in a, uh, in a second. That was weird. So maybe a uh, internet glitch. I'll vamp a little bit till the. Hello. There you go. Now you're back. Uh, that was weird. I could hear you the whole time. You said you had DJ Shipley and it faded and got quiet and then it went completely really? quiet. So, yeah. That's very interesting. Um, no, DJ Shipley might be coming on in November and, and we've been talking with him through email back and forth for about three, four weeks now. The dude's crazy busy, um, but DJ might be coming on in November, maybe early November, but we'll release it probably in late, mid to late November, probably before Thanksgiving, but uh, we're trying to get DJ. We got a lot of great guests coming on, um, working on some maybe Rudy Reyes for next season, uh, starting in, in, in March of next year. Uh, all sorts of cool people. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting, Clover, and we talk about this all the time, in six seven short years we've been doing this stuff uh the people that we've been featured honored and 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 to uh and, and able to meet in our community uh is is quite amazing and it's so funny that like there's people that um i never if you would have asked me 10 years ago when would i have a podcast much less four of them or whatever we you know got going uh but being able to talk to some of the people that we're now friends with oh yeah um you know who would have thunk, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool to be able to get some of these guys and gals on the, on the podcast and, and be yeah, able to do yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> Man, I've got, um, I can remember watching Top Shot back in the day. And, oh yeah, uh, I'm friends. Now we're with, friends uh, with several four, of them. <laughs> four or five. And, yeah, uh, I won't tell you who, uh, but I've got one. It's been a while uh, coming up in uh, the late season, so I'll actually have three. Top shot champions in the in this year alone on the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. So yeah, uh, yeah go check out obviously all of the <laughs> stuff uh, Ghost has to do. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thanks to the uh, the Patreon patrons. And and, ju uh, and don't think of Clover that. stuff as don't don't think of Clover stuff as just a bag of crap. He actually does some good <laughs> stuff out there. <laughs> uh, one of the but, one of the best scenes ever, right? Oh, that's so good, so good. And uh, uh, yeah, we got to get out of here. No, no, I was going to say real quick before we get out of here, like we always do. Thank you for everyone that always supports Clover. Brother, really supports Clover myself, whether it's through Patreon yeah. or uh, through channel memberships or you know buying swag off our websites or using our Amazon links, whatever. Uh, thank you, everyone that's always doing out there. 
Go out there hey, and real support quick. sponsors. Yeah, go for real it. Real quick, speaking of Amazon links, favor for anybody mm. uh, currently live or in replay, and, and Ghost is doing this too. Uh, I've been really active, my wife and I, with it. But jump down in not the Ghost and Clover channel or whatever, but go to our individual channels, jump down into the influencer store and follow. And the reason yeah. is we are doing video content over there. Ghost yeah. has been busy. Trying but to. I, we've, been, <laughs> we've been really cranking it out. And... Amazon also has lives. I did my first live on Amazon like last week before the laptop crapped out. So get over there, follow. Um, that's a cool experience. It's a different platform, playing around with things, uh, and invite you to check that out. Sorry, but wanted to throw that in there. And we got all quiet. Did, did ghost leave me? He ghosted me. Ghost ghosted me again. I don't know what's going on. We'll see if uh, if he jumps back in. But, um, yeah, it's been really cool playing around with that platform. If he jumps in, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I hate to pull the plug when Ghost is not here. But I think I'm going to do it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, yep, he dropped out. So I'm going to pull the plug on it. Thanks, everybody, for, uh, for hanging out for another Ghost and Clover. Thanks to Mandatory Carry for the third. Um, for the third, what am I thinking? For the third topic of the evening, uh, if you are listening in replay and you've gone this long, uh, remember that live is where it's at. Get your rear end over here. Got anything else to uh, add, Ghost? Maybe not, because he's back. Well, we can't Hello? hear you. There he is. That was weird. Uh, my wife said the internet wasn't working in the living room, so someone might be screw screwy with our internet tonight. Really strange. Well, it happened at the end, so it's all good. So uh, pull That's the right. plug and and uh, we'll we'll call it. All right, y'all be good. Thanks for uh, watching. We'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks for the magical mystery tour. We'll see you then. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Maybe some topic ideas, all that stuff. Thank you for supporting my channel, Ghost Tactical, and Clover's channel, Clover Tech. And thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. Make sure to go check out both of our websites, ghosttactical.us and clovertech.com. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.